Because I've been trying to figure out how to update my Adobe Flash Player because I can't, you know, I have to use my cell phone otherwise. And I have to use my cell phone right now. But that's okay because I'm the least important person on this show. First, we have today Debbie, the everyday medium on the show. Debbie, you're going to share your alien experience. I had one of the tundra oh. of Norway. Pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I want to hear yours. And Debbie has had four decades of experience reading and doing past life regressions and all that stuff. So I welcome uh, Debbie, and I welcome, of course, my co-host, Michelle Gray, and, of course, my other co-host, Eric Madhus. Drum roll, please, for all of them. Yay. <laughs> Eric says hi, Debbie, what is your and I say hi. <laughs> Hi, Hi Eric. Debbie. What is your last? Ha- Debbie, so that people get can also, we'll put this in the description box. Do you want to give your last name, or you want to just go by Debbie? Debbie Lee. And Debbie Lee. I'm oh, sorry. Debbie, Debbie Fay. Lee. Debbie Fay. Debbie Fay. How do you Debbie? How do you spell the last name? F A Y. Oh, okay. I thought. Well, it's got to be more complicated yeah. than that, but guess what? Most things are not We've got all Debbie's info in here, too. We've got all Debbie's info oh, down here, right. so you guys can contact her, too. Yes, we've got it in here. That's awesome. So, without further ado, Debbie, take it away. Tell us your story. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a psychic medium, and I've been doing this since my early 20s. I'm retired now, so I've been reading for quite a while. Uh I, when I was young, I saw things and, you know, typical psychic kids, they see people and, you know, hear things and all that. And then um, I was very interested in uh, paranormal uh, stuff ever since I can remember. So I went to college and um, when I was a sophomore in college, I, it was like 1972, I, uh, I went parking with a boy. Now, I know that sounds bad, <laughs> but those you days in 1970. You Debbie. You, you I know. Me. It was awful. <laughs> we had nowhere to go. <laughs> what I got to say? <laughs> Take a back road. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> anyway, back in those days, we just kissed. I don't, you know, that's all we did in the day. But I, I know you say, you went parking with a boy. Ooh, what did, you know. No, no, no. Like that. <laughs> anyway, well, the. Some of these young people are on this line don't know, so <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> so any anyway, uh so uh in the course in the middle of all this, I've got to go to the restroom. So I go to the bathroom, come back, we stayed just a little bit longer and then we went home. And good night, whatever, and I and I thought, Man, it's later than I thought it was. I don't know if I even, I don't know if I had a watch on, probably not. Well, anyway, I went to bed. I woke up the next morning, and I had a a, a hole in my hip, my left hip. Uh, you, you, I could put my little finger all the way down to the first knuckle in it. What? And it had a brown, yeah. Oh You're going to love God. this. I've never heard Lisa. anything like this before. I know, I know. I When I was like about 20. 15 years ago, I told a female doctor about this, and all she did is her eyes got big, and she goes, no, no. <laughs> what was that? No. <laughs> like, it was so funny to watch her. But anyway, I never told another doctor about it. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, there was a hole in my hip, and it, get this, it did not hurt. It did not bleak, bleak. Wow. It any kind of fluid. It was dry. You could see the subcutaneous uh, tissue. Oh, by the way, I've been a nurse for 35 years in the meantime. But anyway, uh, so you wow. not, it didn't get infected. It never got infected. No pain, nothing. The little black band or whatever came off and uh, eventually, but then it just filled in from the bottom. And it was, you know, a puncture wound does not act like that at all. And so, no. Um, no. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, so 
I didn't know what happened. I just just didn't know. I just I, I didn't know. I just totally blanked out. Don't know what it was. And then I, I got into uh, reading tarot cards a couple three years later, and I started reading. And then I, when I got my nursing degree from uh, the University of Florida, uh, I I just knew I was sent in there to do do my psychic work there. And every day mm. I'd go up and down the hall, and I would, you know, I'd know this about this person, that about that person. I know I bugged the doctors to death. I was one of those nurses. <laughs> but, uh, I know. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd catch stuff a lot. In fact, I, I in 35 years of nursing, or was it 37, I never had one person code that I didn't have the doctor on call or at the bedside. That's, Cause you, you knew know, because I knew Yes, I did absolutely. Wow! And uh, so I'd have them. I'd have them there. In fact, uh, it got so weird as my boss called me in and asked me. I worked. I was a uh, for a while there. I was the uh, charge nurse on a night shift, and I worked at Chance Hospital. Have you ever heard of Chance Hospital? Chance Teaching Hospital, no. Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Mm-mm. that's their big teaching hospital in Florida. I worked there for like 13 years. But anyway, my boss called me in one day. She wants to know. She goes, how come no one ever codes on your when you're working? I go, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I always had the resident on at the bedside long before they were ready to code. That was the truth of the matter. I mean, she just asked wow. me that. It was weird because there was another charge nurse that was opposite me. and uh, People were always coding on her shift but never on mine, you know. <laughs> But uh, wow, yeah, and then uh, no, I, went let, in, let me I got my math question. Sure, go let ahead. Let me ask you a real quick question. Did you ever find out what that hole was? And also, how big, how big across was it? How wide was the hole? You could take your little finger, take look at your little oh, okay. finger. It is right. that it, it was that big, and it's up to your first mm-hmm. knuckle. Did you find out wow. any, the, the reason? Yeah, I. Yes, I did. I, well, I, well, I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, that's how big that okay, thing was. Fine. Yeah, okay. anyway, and it had this brown ring around the top of it, and that fell off in time. But anyway, uh, so I had to, you got to realize I just had no memory of what happened at all. Nothing yeah. for many years. So uh, anyway, I became a nurse, did all that, got my master's taught, and uh, was directors and all that stuff. And then um I'm from southern Indiana, so all my family was up here. So I had a child, baby, a child at that time. And I moved back to Indiana, came to my senses. Anyway, I came back to Indiana. And I just thought it was too da- dangerous down there for him, really. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, about, geez, three or four years ago, I I was watching um, TV, and they were talking about how this poor man his ranch was just being bombarded by UFOs and all this stuff. Oh, it was awful what was going on with him. Mm. And they got a, a hypnotist out of St. Louis to come down there and hypnotize him. And he could wow. go back in time and, uh, uh, and, and know what happened and solve the different things that happened. And I thought, because there's just this black, hole in my memory I can't uh, I can't get through it I'm psychic you know and I, I still can't get through yeah. this, whatever this was so yeah. uh, anyway a friend of mine happened to be a uh, had had uh, got a degree in uh, clinical psychology so I asked her would you hypnotize me I'd like to know what happened something happened and she said sure oh. so yeah so she hypnotized me I went I went under pretty quick and I went under and I was there in 1972, uh, standing outside that car, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was Austin Healy, by the way, but anyway, I was standing outside that little tiny car. Ooh. Anyway, I <laughs> I open the door to start to get in. I look up, and I see my body being lifted up into a saucer. It was just like, wow. it, 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 it was a, it, it, it wasn't like a bright light. It was a clear light, a clear force bringing me up into the bottom of the saucer now i know mm. i want to know so i went in there to think i want to see everything and i want to remember things that happened here yeah so I, I i was brought up like my back you know you see him back down and arms hanging down up into this up yes. into the saucers yes. and 
then I was inside the saucer, and what I had done is they had a um, like a staircase that went down at the bottom of the saucer that they brought me up into, and it wasn't a very big saucer. It couldn't be 40, 40 feet in diameter. It was it was pretty small. Okay. Uh, and uh, well, so had it landed? No, no, it was in was the air. Land. No, oh, okay, you're never on land. We were up in the air. Okay. They brought me up into the bottom of it. So I, and in front of me was a tall white. Well, I guess that's what it was. He had a bulbous head, the almond eyes, and skinny and all that. Yeah. He was taller than I was. And there was one behind me. He was like the one who helped bring me up. He was shorter than me, but he looked like the other guy. So okay. the foster, I, one of your one of your uh, things that one of the uh, readings that you did or had done you said oh i want to see what's inside that saucer i thought well i could tell her you know yeah that's why i left that message on one of your one of your uh readings and anyway so anyway i looked around okay they brought the the that uh the uh the staircase was up in the saucer and i looked around now to my right is is a windshield. The windshield started like it, it started around the curvature of the craft all the way around. I don't know, maybe maybe ten feet, maybe eight feet mm-hmm. windshield, so they could see out, you know. Yeah. And under that was a um, was a uh, instrument board. I mean, this thing was huge. It was probably three by two feet, and they had all these little green lights everywhere. There's all, this, wow. all these buttons and controls and everywhere. And I thought, oh, wow. And uh, on the other side of the craft was a bench with white light on it. And I'm wondering, well, anyway, and on it looked like to be like specimens. They were little bags. And that's the first thing. I thought, oh, those are specimens. Because there was just like a shelf. It was white and it curved and they had white yeah. light on it. And yeah. then uh, there was a whole bunch of specimens back there. And oh God. The big did the white alien, light did, did the white light have any purpose, like to do something I, healing or whatever yeah, for the or, or gather information, I, suck up the information for I, the I mean there must be I, a purpose to that white light. The white light was to keep the germs down, to keep it you know oh, to, be. to yeah. yeah, yeah, to keep uh, it was it was sanitizing the outside yeah. so you know they weren't picking up the germs of the the, the alien light. Anyway, yeah. So right. in, in front of me is the big tiling. Just behind him is a um, is an examination table, which looked a whole like the examination tables we have. Maybe they borrowed one of yeah. ours. But anyway, it, it was yeah. right there. And he goes, he says to me, they don't speak. That it's all intuition, of course. And he says to me, yeah. get on the table. And I go, no. And next thing you know, I'm on the table. <laughs> and, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I'm on that table. Don't know how I got there. And I blacked <laughs> out. And I didn't get any memory of what happened while I was on the table, except yeah. when I came to, he had a a, a wand. That's all I can call it. It's like a long pencil-like thing. And it glowed mm-hmm. like green, like kryptonite <laughs> and he oh, took wow. it and he poked it in my hip oh and he pulled it out and he took a specimen of tissue obviously I, and i hurt? said to him i no no there's no pain no blood no infection nothing nothing oh. and i said what are you going to do with that he looked at me and he goes dna uh, oh crap you're taking my dna wow wow <laughs> and then he Put it into, I guess, one of their their uh, containers or whatever, and put it on the shelf in the back with the rest of them. They had collected quite a few from quite a few people, and mm. uh, and then I said to him, "What did I say to him next?" Anyway, uh, something else happened, which reminded me of that uh, the interview did with the the tall white alien. I yes, felt the most incredible yeah. love I've ever oh, felt in my know. life. It's oh my amazing. God! It was just—I know you could feel it through your back, and I just—it was just incredible love. I, yeah, yeah. And and then the next thing I know, I'm on the ground getting into the car, 
and I, you know, yeah. I went home after that. Now, well, what uh, happened to the guy? The, the guy was you with? Did he experience? Does he have any recall? Or you probably lost mm-hmm. in touch with him, I guess. I don't. Yes, years ago, uh, he acted like he had no. He no, he had no recall. He had no nothing. Okay. They, they put they knocked Got him it. out, and he acted Got a little it. groggy, but. We didn't stay that much longer before he said, let's go home. I go, yeah, let's do. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Eric, according to uh, Michelle, Eric said that was my awakening to uh, to my psychic skills. This was before. that was. Ooh. I went to college first in Indiana, and then I got my degree in biology and chemistry here, and then I went to Florida and got my nursing master's, bachelor's and master's. So uh, mm. that was long before I became a nurse. But anyway. So this is, uh, so that that's that was that. Um, but so fast forward with this. So whenever my friend did this hypnotism, and I saw all this stuff, and I said, "Wow!" And so about six months ago, you know, I need to, I need to notify Mufon about this. Yeah, you all know who Mufon, Mufon yes, is. Yes, yes, called yeah, yeah. Uh, Mutual UFO Network. And I uh-huh. I left them a thing on their their uh, site, and uh, I uh, month or so later I got a call from Mufon, and they wanted me to tell my wow. story, so I did. And uh, he said that there was there's he first of all he uh, when I told him about the the hole in my hip, he said, did I have a black ring around it? I said yes, oh. it did. Wow. So they they cauterized it, but they didn't cauterize it like we cauterize it, you know. No, <laughs> if yeah. we did that to a hole in somebody's hip, it'd be like a mess, you know. No, <laughs> whatever they yeah. did, yeah, it, we'd have to pack it and all that stuff. It'd be a mess. But anyway, oh, whatever yeah. they did, it is healed up. Um, so uh, he uh, he said, and that love. He goes, so many people talk about the love that I felt. Wow with this alien yeah. that's very common he said and he said that they used to the old days whatever oh i guess that 72 was the old days they used to have reports of the windshield thing but he says they don't yeah. do that anymore They're, they don't talk about the windshield anymore they've got better technology i guess now than they did then mm-hmm. well they probably steer it with their own minds you know yeah or maybe it it's is, a windshield could... okay go ahead go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, maybe I, of I can see the windshield from the inside, but you can't see the ah. windshield from the outside. I don't know. Right. But, but I thought right. I could see it from the inside of the craft. That's for sure. Wow. I'd That's like incredible. to pause for a little bit, and I would love to ask Eric just a few questions about this story. Is sure. Okay? Uh, I've having... got a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. Now, Eric, first of, all, uh, first of all, I'd like to know why nurses – are often psychics, healers, well, of course they're healers, but often, you know, taken by, abducted by you, by aliens. Why is that? Who is it? Is that Why common? That? I didn't know that. He says, um, he started saying, Mom, so. he goes, Mom, I love you. I love you, Mom. I love goes, you. How about the, I, I love you. I love you. Um, so he oh. says, yeah, he says, um, the uh, the reason why, and he says, think about the environment, first of all. He says, there's a lot of soul contracts um, oh. with many yeah. healers and many that are in spiritual fields, whether we are, he says, um, actually doing work, like, say, like how Debbie and myself and you, Mom, like, are doing it, but he says... There's often these soul contracts because we're working in technology. Technology and medicine right. go hand in hand. And he says that a lot of these beings, um, and he's talking about um, this particular craft that connected with you, Debbie, was not only the tall whites, there was also a gray on board as well. He says oh, that, that the it short is one was. Yes. Yeah. yeah, maybe the yes. short one, yeah. Yeah. And he says it's it's like a collective. He says you could consider them like a team. Um, they have connected with many different beings on earth or human beings. Humanoids would be how they would describe it. And a lot of them yeah. are connected into different fields of medicine. And that was actually 
the purpose of what they were collecting data for. And it had to do with technology with their race as it was growing in the future. Um, and now Eric just said that um, there are many different reasons. He says why, why in the medical field, like so each person may have an individual contract, different purposes. Um, UW, it's very connected, he said, to information, um, expansion of light. He says it's connected to uh, the growth of technology and healing. He also says that your, your path is being followed your path is being studied. And so there will be other instances. And if you were to do another past life regression, you would find out that you have had other instances where Ooh. you were tapped into and studied as well. He says that um, the they're in following you as you change. Mm -hmm. Oh, in other lives. Okay. Uh, uh, no, cool. no, no, no. In this life. In this life. Yeah, that's one of my questions. How many times have I been abducted? He says more than five. More than five. Wow. More than five. Right, let me ask you a, um, a question, Eric. Mm -hmm. How do these tall whites or whatever, any alien uh, race, put people under? What do they use to put them under? Not the Michael Jackson. So, <laughs> he said, um, he says that it's, it's, not like a, well, there's two different ways. He says that there is like a serum, like a liquid that they can administer, but it's not administered necessarily with a tube. He talks about um, like hypnosis. So what exactly happened to Debbie, it was like a form of hypnosis. He says it's like a heaviness. It has to do with the mind, with projecting with the mind. So the example that he's giving me is like when she was told to go to the table, and she said no, the the moving, that that had something to do with the consciousness, like with directing power of the mind. Eric says that there's a lot of parts of our telepathic communication and what the mind is able to do that is well enhanced. He says think about a lot of these beings that have very big heads. They have yeah. a lot that goes on in there that has, has other um, connects with different parts of our brain that can shut us down, that can oh. put us to sleep. Um, there are yeah. other ways as well. He shows like a red liquid that is completely floating. It's like there's not, it's not in a container. It's not in a tube. It looks like a, just like a, it doesn't even look like it's wet. It looks like jelly and it's sitting like right over top of the table. Like it would be administered. Um, something else I'll just tell you too is while you were talking, Debbie, um, Eric was giving me some images and he had me draw he showed me the actual tool so i've got a picture here before you even said it of the, that long instrument wow and i've got Whoa. written down beside it cauterize and Whoa. that's exactly how eric explained to me that's exactly what was done he said that um there's light there's beams of light and so there's like a um it's like it captures and seals the skin upon touching it it all happens at one mm. time because he shows the instrument going directly in. And it's, um, do you know those uh, dermatologists use them when they take a biopsy? Or, well, yeah. they take a biopsy. Like the, they're like the punch, I don't know what the proper name is for them. Punch but yeah, he's punch showing that. Yeah. Right? Okay. So when you take one of those, this is like the same thing, but when it inserts, it's like it cauterizes the skin at the same time. And there's just a little bit of a, um, like a, it looks like dry ice uh, that comes off of it as it's pulling out. Oh. So like that, that has something to do with sealing it. Um, so yeah, that was really interesting because it gave me a really good image of that while you were speaking. Well, why you know, can't I saw they, another guy. Why, why can't they just uh, take DNA without abduction? Uh, why can't they have yeah, so powerful? Not? Why can't they just? <laughs> Just use their they thoughts. Yeah. Let me see the DNA sequence. Sometimes they yeah. do. Sometimes they do. Eric says sometimes they do, and and they have, and they have for Debbie, and they will come. Um, but it also depends on what's going on in that environment, and they also require some of ah. their tools. They need some of the things that they have on board. Um, 
on board of their craft or some of the, it's like, Eric says, it's like having these certain tools because they're also dealing with a physical being as well. So it's not like, you know, there's other things that they're dealing with. So they need to make sure that they also have the privacy because they can cloak, they can do all kinds of things. They're dealing with different environments. So it's just, um, it's also safe. Uh, it's just a, a safe all around for everybody. So they do, they do that more often. But Eric says that they will do biopsies or they will, um, people will often wake up and have just markings, like just brown spots or things on their skin well, that they this, know something. Why? They're so amazing. Their technology is incredible. Why did they did they need to leave that hole and that mark of, of cautery? Uh, why couldn't they fill everything in and make it look like? Was there a purpose? Like they wanted to leave that sign for humanity? Yes. To, to, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Eric says, "Of course, Mom." He says, "Because had there not have been something left there, Debbie would have never questioned, and she would have never gone to the trouble to say, hey, I want to try and figure out what happened then.'" And that's oh. all part of this path. Mm-hmm. What is is what is in store for Debbie now? Are they gonna are they gonna have any more abductions or non abductions? But still taking DNA or um, doing something with her? I mean, how many times is that gonna happen in the future? And when's the next one? Um, he says that uh, she's going through a healing process right now, so he's in a rest period. He says. Um, a recuperation, and so they're going to do a little bit more testing as she builds up her frequency. And there's also going to be communication with them. So she'll start to have, um, as the future goes on, she'll start to have more communication and have some more answers about, he says, her own DNA because she is part of them. She's related to them. Oh, is she a high Is <laughs> that is so cool. So that's why they're yeah. checking up on their products, their hybrid children. That's right. That's that's right. Fascinating. So, is there a reason they chose they choose sometimes those with psychic or healing and or healing gifts to study their uh, DNA? Yes. Um, he says that because it, it's. It has to do with humanity. Um, They have such a deep interest, Eric says, in how humanity is expanding, and it also affects their future. It affects their technology. Um, He's showing like a handshake. It's like a handshake deal with everybody. And so um, he's saying that Debbie was put right into a scenario that she was able to um, have the right adversity growing up, um, she was able to connect to different parts of herself. Um, did you say, Debbie, you had no religion? Or you had, did, were not born with religion? Because he says... Yeah, um, my parents were atheists. Right. Is right. <laughs> that familiar? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think, yeah. Because he says, he says a lot of how, like, the circumstances that you were put into was to help develop you so that you could really ground yourself without having that you know, having that extra to remove like organized religion. Mm-hmm. Organized religion right. mm-hmm. be a very huge filter. All yeah. right, so um yeah. Eric, how what percentage of light workers and you know of course psychics and healers are hybrid children? Mm. He says between thirty five and forty percent. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, do you have, Eric, do you have any, any comments about the uh, the white uh, light? Um, yeah, he, he said they're really cool. <laughs> he goes, they're really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. He said that um, he's talking about it being a like a living consciousness. Um, that the actual ship is alive. He said that um, it is telepathic, just like the beings that operate with it. So there's Mm. a relationship that they have with the ship. Um, 
there's so many different things that the actual ship does. And, and he's showing me, I'm getting a very clear visual of the ship. And um, just to, to kind of line up with you, Debbie, he's showing me like the wraparound. Have you ever seen those, um, those towers, the revolving restaurants? Yeah. yeah. They have, you know, okay. Do you know how it has that? like when you sit in a revolving restaurant and it has that big window that wraps around. Right. Like that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like. like, so it has that look to it. And so what he's showing me is also now it's like they, you can see up as well. You can see up and down. So it's like there's yeah, been an expansion. So, wow. Mm-hmm. So much of it sounds like what Emory Smith, the scientist who worked in Los Alamos or someplace and, did dissections oh, on wow. alien bodies and all that stuff. You can see it on Gaia. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, on what? On on the series uh, on Gaia. It's a channel. And Emory oh, Smith yeah, described Certainly. all of this mm-hmm. through what is the name of that guy that also talks about reptilians and stuff. I can't remember. Anyway, Emory Smith. I, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Emory Smith. Don't go check that out. It's amazing, and um, God, I wish I'd remember the name of it. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, I had it, but then I didn't. Oh, boy. All right, so, um, <laughs> all right, there was, oh, what percentage of our listeners right now have been abducted? Mr. Archangel Eric? Oh. Huh? Every one of you. Oh, they were nudged then, huh? We yeah. are all of us. I've had people that say they didn't find this little, uh, the, the molar has a little etched out triangle. I mean, there's all sorts of stigmata of alien abduction yeah. that's really quite interesting. He and says, he says not, not everyone has been on a ship. Oh, yeah, of course not. Yeah. One of those listeners yeah. is me, and I want to know more about, and then we'll get to, Debbie, I want to talk about you and your path forward as um mm-hmm. A psychic medium, etc. But you know, uh, when I was dying up there in the tundra, my temperature, core body temperature, when I was lost a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, you know, we got down to 84 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, that is low, right, Debbie? Anyway, yes, so, it uh, is. Nurse, you, you would know that. And so, uh, yes, I of course, been dead. But then I found out that I was abducted by Tall White. Thank you, Adrian. To save me, mm-hmm. to keep me. And I do remember, I mean, I kind of remember dozing off and sleeping, but there was also just a punched out period of time that I don't remember. I know. Or wailing and screaming for help and all that stuff. Can you tell me about that ship and those, that experience mm-hmm. and what they were doing, Eric, in, more, in detail? I, I hate to be gratuitous um, and ask about myself, but this could no, relate he- to other people who are listening. Yeah, and he says, um, Elisa, he says Mom Adrian was one of them. Aww. He says Adrian was one of them. That's why Adrian is an ambassador that you feel so emotionally connected to because oh, yeah. Adrian yeah. is part of your divine team. So he's just validating that connection. Um, yeah. So what they're showing is not lifting you up in a ship but putting like a cloak on you. Um, to be able to protect. So how it looks is like um, I can see them standing around you. I can see about four different entities or four different light energies around you. Um, I can see them lifting your body. So you were lifting right up off the ground, and you're on your side. You look like you're crunched up in a ball. Yes, I was in a position. I couldn't move. I was paralyzed. Yes, but yes. He, you were you were lifted right up, and he says, um, "What was wrapped around you?" Because I can see light wrapped around you was preventing you from losing any more temperature, was preventing okay. you from um, from going any further because you were so yeah. close to death um, yeah. that you were in, in that place where there could have been a, a point where it have, it would go too far and you would have lost your life. Um, oh, so yeah. that's why they stepped in. That's why they stepped in and they were able to assist. They were able to stop the process. And Thank this God. I'm happened so grateful. right before you were yeah. found. 
Wow. Because they were maintaining the, That's really weird because that's the first time where I stopped begging to something or someone to rip my soul out of my mm-hmm. body because suffering was just absolutely un. I just, it's indescribable. I tried to rip wow. my body. Even yeah. knowing, it was, it was very even knowing how much I love my family and my grandchildren and all that stuff, I wanted out of yeah. there. But then I stopped for a while, and maybe that was the time they did that. And then all of a sudden, something yeah. told me, you need to scream one more time. And I did, and this, oh, the Norwegian Red Cross comes. Yeah. Couldn't find me yeah. with a Sea King helicopter, couldn't find me with the dogs, couldn't find me with the grid. It was all over the news. Anyway, I don't want to talk about me now. I want to talk about, Debbie, what is what is in your future? You're, you say you're retired now, right? Oh, what yeah, I've been retired. I, I got cancer uh in 14, and uh, I mm-hmm. was unceremoniously retired. <laughs> so I've been oh. retired for well, a while. Well, do you still now. have cancer? No, no. It's all gone. They were small, and they got it all. But what oh, happened was the uh, chemotherapy and the radiation destroyed my health, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've been mm-hmm. just, oh, no. just ill ever since. I just – well, I, I got – the old fibromyalgia back in 95, but I was able to work oh. and do all that. But whenever they did yeah. the chemo and the radiation, it just knocked oh, me yeah. flat. And I've been, I'm laying in bed now. You know, I just don't have any energy and, you know, oh my the God, whole thing. Can scalar energy, Eric, can, can you, the divine help her with scalar energy? I mean, it, are there yeah. reptilians or other it, things involved that are making her feel like shit? You know, um, we have fibromyalgia service. We have all sorts of services that are. But yeah, what did she mean? That. You saw that. But you said that. He I'll said, tell you the reason that, that would. It, it would, it would be help. Yeah. But he's also he's um I I've arranged that Debbie and I are going to meet and I'm going to do some energy work on her coming Good. up. Good. Um, Good. And and start to help her because. There's a a connection that Debbie and I have with our our commonality with breast cancer. And um, yeah, I got the breast cancer from her. Yeah. (laughs) No. um, Eric said that there's some some healing work that I'm able to help with as well. Um, The fibromyalgia would be something that would be very helpful with Scalar. And he says to have her do the energy work first with me. Do that. Okay. You know, sometimes. I mean, with all energy work, you pretty much have to have super portal work with increased vibration because you have to remove a contract. Oh, yeah. Clear energy block, yes. a bunch of stuff. But yes. sometimes that yes. solves that everything. So, sometimes yes. people that don't need them. to order other services, and I beg them not to. Uh, <laughs> if anybody out there has any problems, since you have to do the super portal work anyway, do it and wait because don't sit there and overorder things because, like, sometimes – People want to, oh, I want to get the anxiety relief. I don't want to get depression relief. No. Sometimes that all goes away, too, with Super Portal work. So mm-hmm. please, 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 I'm begging you, do Super Portal work anyway. Just get that and be patient and wait. And just let the dust mm-hmm. settle and see if there's anything you need. Sometimes pain goes away, so they don't need the pain relief thing. Oh, well, it's had amazing that. how effective just that is. Yes. Yeah. I, and I, this is, I this looked is, at time for Debbie's I, healing. Yeah, I, I looked at your, yeah. your protocol and said that I have to get to every corner of my house and spray something maybe. I don't know. Oh, I, no, I have okay. a full base. Oh, I can't get no, downstairs. No. I'm too weak to get no, downstairs. No, I go, no. Well, I can't do Listen, that. <laughs> no. Look, people who can't do that, uh, the divine team, Archangel Metatron and Archangel Raphael go there to take care of everything. And it's it's great for those who can't do that, the the four point uh, and also all the you guys out there, if you're out of the country, don't get Lucas's Palo Santo spray and all that because the international shipping is awful. Get local stuff, please. Mm-hmm. Even the sticks, the better than nothing, the Palo Santo sticks. But anyway, so the problem yeah. with the only problem with Archangel Benetron and Raphael coming over is that Almost 50% of the time, <laughs> this is funny, people wake up in the middle of the night and they see this giant-ass, dark, tall figure standing over their bed, hovering over them. And they freak out. And they think, oh, my God, the negative energy is a really fierce. Now, it's not. It is him. 
But I don't know. Yeah. He just likes to make himself known. It's really weird. But he's benevolent and yeah. kind, and he's wonderful. So y'all don't get scared. Eric, what's the up That's about right. that? Why does he want to be seen? Um, it, it's part of it has to do with their vibration as well, because it's like when they have that work done, it's like the field around them becomes very clear. It's like it goes okay. through a shift. So it's also picking up. But also, um, Eric just says. Why not? Why not? It's like a little, uh, hey, we're here. It's to let you know that something's oh, working, so something's happening. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, yeah, well, that's cool. Absolutely. But it, it has freaked a lot of people out. So, well, yeah, you know, if, you're not used to, if you're not used to having being standing over you and that's not something you're here regularly but happening, gonna, uh, it is a little freaky. Call, call, out, call out to Archangel Manitron, don't, please, because, you know, I get bombarded with so many emails anyway. And these panic emails yeah, are really a lot. You can ask yeah. if that scares you. Like if that, they don't want to scare you. Yeah, please, please tell them not to. He'll be there. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to usher him away. But please, That's right. because That's right. I don't want you to panic and email me. And I do care about you, but I also care about me and all the emails I get that take so much yes. time. Hey Debbie, Debbie, Debbie can you tell us how you oh met Eric? Oh yeah. oh yeah, Eric oh, yeah. and I've been working yeah. been working together for oh six months or so. I don't know. I was just uh, listening to your your uh, your well, I was like podcast, you know, your channel, and I thought, yeah. oh shoot, I wonder if I could call Eric, you know. And I called oh, him. Oh, beware! Well, right would go ahead for it, Debbie. Oh, all right. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I got some how you work stories together. to tell you. I'll be telling you. Well, well anyway. He, I have a spirit. He's done some work. We have a, I have a spirit group that, that me, oh, not we, not I, but we have. A, there's a spirit group that I'm involved with that meets every other week, and he's come yeah. in and done work with the members there, taking away oh. uh, dark uh, shadows and entities off of them, and uh, oh. they, they're doing a lot better. Uh, those ladies, and then uh, what was really cool though was. Uh, my niece died. She was. 50. Well, that's not cool. No, oh. she 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 died yeah. fifty about a couple of months ago. And the next morning, so she sorry. was just abundant, high energy person, and she was in ICU for like three months. That's her oh, three God. weeks, and then she died. Yeah. But anyway, um, she come bounding into my room through my bit through my bathroom door, and she goes, "Hi, I feel so much better now." Uh, I was oh. tired of being strapped out of that bed. I feel great. Oh. She looked great too. And then, she, it, then here comes Eric. He walks through the hall door. He comes in and he goes, "Well, hi, Eric." I said, "Here's Cheryl." I said, "Well, would you help her? You know, I read your book. By the way, I've got your book, and I help her, you know, navigate the other side because she had just passed away the day before." He said, "Sure, I would. Oh. I'd be happy to." And he took her hand but what was weird interesting is that to get her her in clear focus eric got fuzzy to get him in clear focus she got fuzzy <laughs> it was like wow. there are two That's different cool. energies you know oh yeah and uh yeah he took her That's hand so and they cool. walked off and uh he was and uh she, he was helping her get through it and the the viewing and all that and she came to me in the viewing i says I said, just remember, Cheryl, they can't see you, you know. They love you and all that, but they can't see you. Because a lot of, yeah. of uh, people walk around, hi, how are you? Can't you see me? You know, I've, I've, I do, you know, I'm a medium, and so I've seen of a lot of the, the spirits, just the duly deceased, just really frustrated because people can't see them. They won't talk to them oh, right. and all that. It's very depressing for them. So, but, but, wow, uh, that's amazing. You really helped the call. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I've gone battle. Do you ever help them call? And... Oh yeah, ever... oh yeah. Oh wow. Um, wow, you uh-huh. are a hybrid child, Bill. I mean, God. Yes, he sure is. Yeah. Any, I, I any, uh, has he... Go ahead. Has um, Eric pranked you at all, or done anything rascally? Yes. Let me tell <laughs> you what he did. I apologize. Okay. For the this is this is the. His, I don't know how many pranks he does. Well, he just pranked me again too. I guess it was him. He won't. He won't answer me yes or no. I will get it up. 
maybe Michelle can get out of it. Okay, so I, my son and my daughter-in-law said, we're coming. So I go to the store, and I buy all these groceries. The trunk was full. And in my weekend stay, I can really only get in the cold stuff, and I have to have help with the rest of it. But anyway, um, so the, the whole trunk was full of groceries. And so I come in, and, you know, uh, things would put away, whatever. And I tried to start making stuff, and I didn't have the stuff to make it. I go, wait a minute, I know I bought this, and I bought that, and I, oh, my God, what happened? And I was so mad. I went through all the things I didn't have. Ah! I was so mad. I was going back to the grocery and I, something told me to check the trunk. I opened that trunk and it was full of groceries. Oh. Full. So wait, where were the where were the groceries before you you brought them in? No, they weren't there. Then, it was it was empty. I saw that trunk was totally empty. Oh <laughs> my God! He is invisibility cloak on it. Trunk. Huh? That is <laughs> awful, Eric. He's done that to me. With a grocery bag, with one grocery bag, where all the grocery oh, bags will be in the full. house, and I know I've carried it in, and I can't find the bag, and the bag's back in the truck. He has done that. That is so funny. Yeah, that's him. Well, one thing he did to me, he did, he did something very similar to me. He knows I have a obsessive compulsive personality. So I have all my stuff on the to-do list on my iPhone, but I also every day create on an index card. That whole list kind of loose, scratching things off, man. So, and all of a sudden, my precious to-do card, uh, index card, went missing. I know I had it in my purse, my black purse. I'm one of those people that have the same purse and never change them because too lazy. Same with earrings, yeah. whatever. And I looked everywhere, and I was really getting distraught because there were things, my memory is so awful. There were things I needed to remember. But anyway, right. so... Eventually, I just let it go, and then I looked over at the piano. There's my purse where I left it, and there's the white index card, not buried in it, but sticking at, up at 90 degrees with, like, three or four inches showing. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I know. But, you know, he, I think he does things what? to just ma- make him himself known. You do that, Eric, to, to just to ha- and also to have fun for yourself. And to yeah, you know, well, lighten up and raise their vibration. And not be so gloomy, gloomy about death and about spirits. Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it it, it is. It is. That in in the trunk full of groceries were my eggs, right? I want to tell you, I got them in and not one of those eggs didn't have a break in them. Not one of them. I mean, little hairline fractures in them. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> they didn't come back. Wow. Visualization, well, angels don't do that. Yeah, everyone had a crack in them. That was weird. So, they did have oh, cracks wow. or they did not? They did. Did Every every egg had a, had a hairline fracture in it, every oh, one of them. So he, yeah, oh, and they didn't when you bought them. Eric. No, no. All right, so, um, you know, Michelle, I think it was yeah. really cool. To have a, a show just for people to call in and share their abduction yes. experiences and ask about them. Yes. Ask about them. Wouldn't it be I awesome? think that's a great idea. I think that's a great and idea. And another one, and also maybe in combination, maybe separate, people who think they might be hybrid kids. And, and so they can yes. ask about that. I think that those, like, all in one or two dedicated shows, that would be so cool. Yeah. You guys. I'm making note that, now. like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, so let us know. Okay. People would like that. Yeah, Debbie, do you have any any services you want to share or, or any contact information yeah, uh, uh, to share? Or, well, I, yeah. do, I, I do several different kinds of readings. One, I do like the personal reading. Now, I do everything by by uh, energy off of pictures. I used to do tarot cards, but they literally suck the energy out of me. But I found if like, you give me a picture of uh-huh. anyone's look. Dead or alive, doesn't matter. I can put my fingers on it. If I can get a vibration off them, they come to me, their higher self, and start talking to me. So, wow. you know, yeah, so I do that. And so with that, I do the mediumship stuff for people. That's a different reading. But if somebody wants to say, oh, I, I want one for myself, then they just, you know, as long as I have a picture, I can pick up on the on what they need. And if I need to throw the cards, I will. But uh, generally, I don't. I can get what they usually. I can get what they want. Yeah. And then, um, 
Uh, then I do past life readings, which I Ooh. guess not a lot of people do that. Yeah, that's that's a whole that is a whole self. That is that is so fun. It's mm. like going back in time. I mean, I've been alone. Oh, home. So cool. da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, oh that instance, is awesome. Yeah, uh, one time a friend of a friend of mine uh, in a, in this group that I go to, she she just had, she just was obsessive over these old Queen Anne homes, the ones about to fall down, you know, the old ones. She every time she saw yeah. them, she wanted to buy it, and uh, so I did a past life reading while we were group. But anyway, I I just went back, and suddenly I'm in, I'm walking out of this dark graveyard. And there's a man that's well-dressed, a little bowler hat and mustache, you know, very smart. And he's, he's standing there waiting on me. And I said, oh, wow, look at this. I said, what year is it? He goes, well, 1896, of course. I go, okay. <laughs> and I walked with him down this cobblestone road with the, the fire lights on either side, you know, the lamp, yeah. fire lamp. And we walked down into his home, and his home was a, a Queen Anne, a, a new Queen Anne at that point. And I went in, and I met his family, his wife and his children, wow. and uh, he was so happy there. It was such a happy lifetime for him. He worked at a bank. He had his family. Wow. And, you know, his life was so wonderful. And uh, so I came back, and I told this lady, I go, the reason you keep wanting to buy these old Queen Anne's and home is because that is where you were happy. They were never going to make and, you happy at this time. Oh, and she was the <laughs> man? Know. She was the man? She was the man. She was the man, yes. It was her oh, husband. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I was You know, the fact that you people. deal with pictures. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I, she was sitting right there. I didn't have to get her picture, but yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But the, the reason why looking at people and looking at their photographs uh, can carry you back and to give you information from their higher self, et cetera, is that that's all Taylor energy reading biofield, the biofield yeah. of a name, the biofield of a photo, mm-hmm. the biofield of the actual person. Scalar yeah. energy takes that and it's informational energy and it's never degrades over infinite distances, and that's why scalar energy is so amazing. Uh, do you want to take yeah, a couple questions I... from listeners sure. before we close off? Yeah. No, blue ball, nobody. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's do that. And oh, wait. How can they get in touch with you? Uh, I'm I'm at uh, let's see. Your everyday psychic at two 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 at aol dot com. They can All right, we'll put that very difficult thing, thing in the description box. So don't worry, people. All right, so awesome. Um, all right, let's go ahead and see, and maybe um, maybe Debbie, you'll uh, need to pitch in and help with these uh, people calling in. Go somebody from sure. the 229 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hi, how are you all doing tonight? Good. What what can we do Hi. for you? What's your, what's your first name and where are you calling from? Yes, my name is Melvin. I'm calling from Georgia. Hi, Melvin yeah. from Georgia. What you got for us? Uh, well, I just, you know, I'm having, I'm going through some things. I just want to see uh, to get a general reading. If you are doing that, no, we can't do a general reading. You had to. Uh, do you want a message from Eric or your higher self that's most important for you to hear, maybe? Because a reading yes, is like something you have to schedule yes. with Debbie or Michelle or somebody. All right, let's go for that, Eric. A very okay. brief because we want to try to get some call, many callers, callers in as possible. Melvin, Georgia. Yes, what's Melvin, Melvin Eric yes. or Debbie or Michelle? And Melvin, um, Eric is just he's he's waving his hand at you and he's just saying, um, you know, to bring some more abundance in your life. Affirm that you're a limitless being. Affirm that you have nothing that holds you back from what it is that you desire because he says that sometimes the way that you talk inside it puts a box around you and it's not allowing all that's able to come into you to come in and he's speaking energetically he says use some affirmations change the way that you talk talk to yourself because he says you you have good things that are trying to come to you right now abundance Ooh. 
Melvin, okay. so say, just yes. speak. I am divine, and I deserve to be so. I am whole and part of God, and I deserve to be so. And I am worthy of all abundance. Because there is no scarcity. That's an illusion. It's all there for you. Awesome. Yes, that's right. All right, all right let's go over to the next caller. Thank you, Melvin, for calling in from Georgia. And we got somebody from the 303 area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi, is it me? It's you. I don't know. Is it you? Uh, oh, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Greetings, fellow aliens. <laughs> um, oh. Hi. Um, I am really excited about your topic about the hybrids and um, also experiences with Eric because I've had some. So, um, oh but I would like, yeah, I would love a message. And I just heard Eric just then. That was weird. <laughs> Oh, my God. I it's like, I can tell too. you're very cute. Uh, Betsy, you've flirted with you before. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, I talk with him a lot. He's a <laughs> All right, so what you got for her? What's your first name and where you, what, uh, where are you calling from, darling? I'm Christine, and I'm in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. What you got for her, Eric? Debbie, do you want to go ahead? No, go ahead. That's Eric. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, he does think that you're God. awful cute. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I think he's cute really too. Question. Whenever Eric uh, has a little bit of a crush on somebody, he always gives me the cartoon of the eyes that go booga, like the, out of the eyes. Yeah, the pop like out the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my God. So, and that's cute. that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing for you. Um, oh, how cute. Um, so uh, are you questioning, like, as we were talking, because he just says, if you think that you're a tall white, you are. He says, if, uh, if yeah. you're wondering what you are. He goes, yeah, you're, you're a tall white. You're a hybrid. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sometimes I wonder, now, do we have children? Uh, some of us have children, like, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, and, oh, you God, know, yes. and you do. You feel that you do. Because Eric says, yes, yes you do. Yeah, I, I miss her. I've, I've people, <laughs> yeah, I've had people yeah. ask me through Atlanta Scalar when I used to have the yes or no questions, which I don't have time to do. If they have children, so yes. Yeah, so well, how many? Oh, 554. It's just incredible. Yeah, you know your DNA is yeah. out there. Thank God, because yeah. we need hybrid children. We need these light workers, these healers out there to help raise the vibration of the human collective and Gaia. Eric yes. is also saying too. He's like, you got a lot of ability. He's like, what's that? He's opening up your ability. You got ability. He's like holding his. Yeah, he's whispering over like, keep opening up your ability. There's more coming. Really? Ooh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look that's forward awesome. to that. I'm open to that. Yes. Uh-uh. Yes. Oh, he let's try to get right. one you more real open. quick one. <laughs> Let's we'll try to get okay. one more quick one. It has to be fast, people. Um, all right, 561 area code. Hi, you've won the lotto. What you got for hey, us? Hey, Lisa. Yes. I have a new job opportunity being offered. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, what's your first name and where are you calling from? Martha, Florida. Martha, Florida. Quick, Eric, what you got? Ah, six seconds. <clears throat> he says, he says um, be grateful for it because this is a great opportunity. He says, be grateful for it. Um, this is an opportunity that has growth. So he says, however you are entering into this job, there is more to it. And he says, be grateful for what you have. So I don't know if you're thinking, I don't know if this is what I want or if yeah, this is not quite great. I already great. have a job. I already have a job. Mm-hmm. So and I'm being offered this one, I have no growth in the job I'm in currently, so that's why yeah. I'm thinking of taking the, the other yeah. job. He says, and it'll take be offered it. to me? Pardon me? It'll be offered to me? Yes. Um, he says, be grateful for what you already have. Show gratitude to the job that you have to open up the energy to receive this new one. There we go. Yeah. Oh, my God, 10 seconds. <laughs> All right, I'm going to close by saying, y'all get in touch with Debbie. We got the information in the in the box. And we also have Michelle Gray at thehealingh.art.com. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye.
Love you, everybody. Love you. Thank Thanks you for coming, Debbie. Love, Love you, Eric. Oh, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Love you, Mama. Good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.